0: You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 16, Q&A. How can I project more confidence in the workplace? Tips and mistakes to avoid. Welcome to The Leadership Pod the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Cara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. So, thank you for tuning in again to the Leadership Pod. So, this week's episode is a continuation of last week's episode, episode 15, where I talked about a study around powerful, confident body language and how that relates to you as a leader and how you can produce confidence in the workplace this week's episode is a continuation of that. So last week, I really just talked about the study. This week, what I'm doing is I'm delving into actual body language gestures uh, and strategies that you can use to project more confidence and power in the workplace. And that will hopefully make you feel more confident and powerful internally as well. So if you did listen to episode 15, then you will love what I'm going to share with you in this, in this episode. If you didn't listen to episode 15, then I encourage you to download it. Listen to that episode before you listen to this one because it will give you a lot of insights, a lot of understanding, and a lot of context for today's episode. So today's episode is a Q&A episode where we're going to talk about practical body language strategies that you can use in the workplace to project confidence and feel more confident too. This is a question you know, how do I project more confidence? How do I appear more confident to people in, in the office? It's a question I am asked all of the time. And as I mentioned last week, one of my most watched YouTube videos is around this topic. One of my most read blog posts is around this topic. So I thought I absolutely have to include it as a podcast episode for you in the leadership card. If confidence is something that you struggle with at work, Be honest with yourself, if it's something you struggle with at work, especially when you're facing a stressful or a difficult situation, then this episode is for you. Let's dig into it. So I'm going to be sharing with you four body language strategies that you can put to work today when you go back to the office. If you're listening to this on your, your lunch break or even on the way to work, it is they are gestures that you can put to work and use immediately in the office. And if you do, I would love for you to let me know how they work for you. Okay, let me know uh, in, by email, let me know by social media, or even a review of this podcast episode on the Apple podcast platform. So I'm going to talk about four body language gestures Uh, That you can use in the workplace. So the first one is to use good posture. Now, you're probably thinking, well, of course, this is something that my mother always taught me from a young age, but posture really, really is the core of confident body language. So it's important that we start here. And as you know, from last week's episode, what you want to aim for is expansive, open, postures, expansive open high power poses, because that is what leads to increased levels of testosterone, and decreased levels of cortisol, and helping you feel more powerful and confident in the situation. Go back to episode 15 if you want to find out more about that. So high power poses are what help you feel and look more confident as a leader. Now, you cannot be confident if you're slouching. Okay. If, if you are approach a leader, if, if there's somebody who is sitting down slouching, would you really see that person as confident and powerful? No. You cannot be confident if you're slouching. And you cannot, you certainly cannot feel confident inside if you're slouching. Standing tall, sitting tall with good posture is the core of any type of confident body language and that's really where you need to start. So how do you do this? So we're going to be talking about good posture when you are standing and I will also talk about good posture when you are sitting, okay? Because those two situations are important and you, they do require different body language gestures to look and feel confident in those situations. So Let's look at standing first. When you stand, when do you stand in business? So imagine you are just standing in the hallway with your colleagues, just chatting with them. You could be in an elevator. You could be at a networking event. Uh, you could be at some type of business function. So these are all places where you need to stand tall, or in a business setting where you need to stand tall, and you need to use strong posture so that you can stand. Tall, okay. So, as I said, posture is the core of any confident body language. Now, posture is something that I learned how to use and control from a very young age. When I was about eight or nine years old, I was enrolled into modeling and deportment classes. I was quite shy growing up, and my dad thought that it would be a good idea to kind of help me come out of my shell if I went to these classes so I could learn, you know, how to be more confident, how to uh, have good posture and that. So it was the best decision that he could have made. I absolutely loved those classes. In those classes, I I learned the importance of good posture. And even though at that time, I didn't understand the psychological, the physiological, or the behavioral changes of a confident posture, this is what I talked about in last week's episode, so tune into that if you want to know more. Even though I didn't understand those changes, I did feel that I was more confident. And I did see people looking at me in a different way. People actually told me that I look more confident, which made, in turn made me feel more confident again. So it was like a virtuous circle that it started and that it triggered simply by me using confident posture or a good posture. So posture is incredibly important. It is really only a slight change. It doesn't take much to change your posture, you know, to go from slouching to standing tall, to pushing your shoulders back. And for most of us who, I don't know about you, but for me, most of my day is in front of a computer, okay, in front of my laptop. Uh, And that causes me to slouch my shoulders, you know to hunch a little bit. Uh, You also see people walking down the street on their smartphones, on their iPhones, they're kind of hunched over those phones. Okay, So a lot of us are developing this hunched and this, this bad posture because of computers and because of phones. And that's where we spend a lot of our time. But it's really only a slight change that you can make to your body language. And it's something that you you need to consciously focus on because, as I mentioned in last week's episode, body language gestures that you use, it happens subconsciously. We don't really know what we're doing with our posture, with our arms, with our feet or our legs at the time. We don't really think about it. So you need to consciously think about your posture. Now, getting back to good posture when you are standing, four things you need to remember. Okay, When you want to stand tall, stand tall with good posture, you need to keep your stomach strong. Keep your stomach strong. Keep your shoulders back. Try and push your shoulders back if you can. And clench your buttocks, okay? So that's another trick that I like to put in there to tell people that I find it quite amusing. But clench your buttocks because that does help keep your posture and your frame quite strong. And make sure you don't lean, okay? lean Leaning, whenever you lean, that detracts from your confidence and your good posture. So don't lean either. Uh, there you have it. That's how you get good posture to make you appear and feel more confident when you are standing in business situations. So as I said, you can use those at networking events, when you're standing in the hallway chatting with your colleagues or when you're at any type of business function. Now, sitting. Let's talk about how to have good posture when you are sitting. So when do you sit in business? Well, you sit during meetings. You sit at your desk. In those times, especially during meetings, you need to use confident, powerful body language. Now, the reason I talk about this is because uh, I've already done podcast episodes on how to speak up in meetings, how to communicate uh, more confidently in meetings. I have one coming up actually in a couple of episodes on how to yeah, communicate confidently in meetings that you will definitely want to listen to. But meetings are a time when people get nervous they get stressed. They, they want to hide back into their shell. They don't know if they're, what they're going to say is going to be the right thing, what other people will think. So during meetings, when you are sitting down, it's a time when you need to project confidence. But when you sit down, it naturally puts you into a low power position. Okay. So it's easy to slouch. And it's easy to use the low power positions and postures. And therefore, as a result, you don't feel as confident as you would if you were standing. So how do you remain good posture, maintain good posture when you are sitting? So there are a couple of tricks that I'm going to share with you. The first is keep your hands above the table. So when you sit down at the meeting room, don't put your hands in your lap or underneath the table. Put them on top of the table so people can see your hands. Why? Because when people see your hands, and particularly when they see the palms of your hands, this is a sign of of honesty and openness, which means they trust you more. Okay. This is important for leaders because If you want to be part of the meeting, and if you want to be involved in the conversation, you need to appear open, you need to appear honest, and you also need to appear confident to other people. Okay? So putting your hands above the table or on top of the table is a great way to do this rather than underneath the table, which looks like you're hiding. And people could question whether you're hiding something or whether you want to hide yourself because you're lacking confidence. So keep your hands above the table, holding a pen might help you in that situation. So you've got something to hold. If that works, then definitely use that trick for you. Now, the second trick I want to share with you is to use the armrests of your chair. So especially when you're in business meetings, most of the time they have chairs or they use chairs where where they, they have armrests as well. A lot of people don't use those armrests. They don't leverage them. Um, and they sit with their arms close to their body uh, or even in their lap. Okay. But definitely try to use your armrests of your chair if you can. Obviously if you're keeping your hands above the table if your hands if you have your hands on top of the table, it's difficult to do that. But it's more for postures where you want to sit back in your chair. And you want to still look confident at that time. Even though you may be a bit more relaxed, you still want to look confident. So leverage those armrests. And why does armrests work? Well, armrests work because they help you expand your body language. They help you expand your arm gestures and take up more space. And again, as you learned in last week's episode... When you take up more space, it helps you feel more confident because it triggers those hormones that make you feel more confident and it makes you appear confident to other people as well. So use the armrests of your chair. The second body language gesture I want to talk about is the power pose. So this is what the study uh, that I talked about last week, the study by Amy Cuddy and the two other researchers That is what this study mainly focused on, okay? But we didn't actually get to what a power pose was. So I'm going to do my best to try to explain to you by audio only what is a high power pose, what does it look like. But just in case you don't understand what I'm going to explain, I will link to some examples in the show notes. So head back to my website, executive-impressions.com. Uh, and you will find my blog and you will find episode the show notes for this episode where I have links to articles so you can actually see what the Wonder Woman pose is like or the power of pose is like. Okay, so imagine that you have Wonder Woman who is standing. Her legs are hip width apart or slightly more. Her hands are on her hips. She has good posture as we talked about before, and her head is high. Okay. So she's looking into the distance. And this is the wonder woman pose. And this is a high power pose that you can use to feel and project more confidence. Now, as I mentioned in the episode last week, if you hold it for two minutes before a stressful or a challenging situation, You can increase your levels of testosterone, decrease cortisol, and look and feel more confident. Okay, so this is what I talked about in episode 15. If you want to go back and listen to that episode to find out more about this study, uh, then head back to episode 15 of the Leadership Pod. So that's the second body language posture or gesture I am sharing with you. Now, the third body language gesture that I'm sharing with you is to keep your head high. For the Wonder Woman pose, I did mention that her head was high, okay? So this is a must. There is a reason why you need to keep your head high other than looking like Wonder Woman. When you think of our body, our neck is a very vulnerable part of our body. And when we're scared, when we're nervous, when we're stressed, we want to protect ourselves from any kind of external threat and any type of uh, threatening situation. So we hide our neck in an attempt to protect ourselves because it's the most vulnerable part of our body, okay? So we keep our head down. We might look to the ground. We avoid looking other people in the eye because we want to protect ourselves. This is our natural animal instinct kicking in to keep us safe, especially in a stressful or a difficult situation. So your neck is a very vulnerable part of your body. Imagine if somebody were approaching you with a sword, right? What they could do. Your neck is is the part of your body that is the most vulnerable at that time. So keeping your head down, it keeps you safe when you're feeling threatened. But the thing is, we are no longer in times where people walk around with swords, thank goodness. We We are in an environment that is relatively civil, okay? So that is no longer a threat, but we still react in similar ways when we when we perceive threats when we are in a stressful situation when we perceive something that is going to harm us or hurt us or possibly hurt us in 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 business so for example job interviews they could make you anxious presentations difficult conversations all of these situations encourage you your natural instinct would be to use those protective body language gestures like keeping your head down like hiding your neck because it's the most vulnerable vulnerable part of your body okay so when you hold your head high as opposed to keeping your head down when you hold your head high it is a sign that you are not afraid. It is a sign that you are not scared of that situation and as a result it makes you look confident in that situation and it can have it can impact your feelings of confidence your internal confidence as well and in a way it does help you take up more space because you aren't using those con- contractive you know constrictive body language gestures of looking down you're keeping your head up and you're full of confidence okay but remember you don't want to put your head up too high because if you, you put up, put your head up too high or hold it too high it can make you look arrogant so you want to find that nice balance that will make you look confident but not arrogant So that's the third tip, keep your head high. Now, the fourth tip I want to share with you is to take up space with objects. So I've talked a lot about taking up space with your body, with your gestures, with your arms, with your legs. Uh, Now, you don't have to only take up space with your body language. You can also take up space with objects around you. And this is something that a lot of people overlook. I'm going to share with you a couple of tips on how you can do this. So imagine you were in a business meeting. You are sitting down. So as I mentioned, this naturally puts you into a low power position. You can take up more space to increase your levels of confidence and your appearance of confidence. You can take up space with papers on the table. So spread your papers out a little wider than what you normally would or even put a water bottle or a coffee cup on the table a little further away from you than you normally would. So taking space up space with papers on the table. It's a easy gesture. It's an easy thing to do during business meetings. The second tip I have for you is to put your arm on the chair next to you. Okay, so you see this often in movies. It's a typical alpha gesture. And what it does is it claims the space, it claims the chair next to you by putting your arm or your, your, your elbow on it. So it's good for meetings, but be aware that this is uh, what I call an ultra alpha gesture. It is very high power. Uh, so be careful about when you use this during meetings. Okay. If you don't need to show that much power or confidence in that particular situation, then maybe it will be a bit too overpowering, okay? But if you are in a very difficult conversation, a negotiation, uh, something like that, then perhaps it's something that you can use to project more confidence and power in that particular conversation and claim your space, okay? Be careful about alienating yourself. Alienating yourself, which can happen if you use body language that is too powerful, so keep that in mind. And you know, perhaps that is going to be a topic for another podcast episode. So there you have it, my four tips on how you can project more confidence in the workplace. Uh, I wonder if this is an issue that you face or something you want to improve on. Let me know by email, by message on social media, on LinkedIn. I'd love to know more about you and about who listens to this podcast. And let me know if you like this topic and if you want to hear more episodes about this. So today's tips were drawn from the video course that I have. One of the video courses, which is called Powerful, Confident Body Language for Women. It's a one-hour video course, which goes into confident, powerful body language and in much more detail. Now, yes, the title, it says it is for women, but I've had a lot of men go through that course and use the tips and find them very helpful. So what I found is confident, body language is helpful for people who are young professionals who may be a little intimidated in situations where they're with people who are more experienced Uh, women. So many women do have difficulty using confident body language, and a lot of men who are more on the introverted side. So if either of those categories sound like you, then take a look at this video course. It might be for you. And I I know that the students who have taken it have learned a lot from this course. So I will link to it in the show notes in case you want to check it out. Well, that is all from me for this episode for today. If you want to learn more about the content that I produce, head over to my YouTube channel. I have a lot of videos over there on setting boundaries, on saying no, on top soft skills for leaders. Okay, so head over to my YouTube channel and that's a great way for you to get advice in between these podcast episodes. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn because I share a lot of content on LinkedIn, a lot of videos pretty much every day. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Until then, don't forget to share this podcast with your colleagues and your friends on social media. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you again very soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.